they are very interested in designing destinations themselves. So they're not the type of property where, you know, it's Sydney, Australia. Um, People need a place to stay. I'll give them a really nice experience. That is the exact opposite of their model. Their model is we're creating a destination in the middle of nowhere, in Sydney, in New York, wherever. It doesn't matter where the property is, the destination is here. So people are coming to their properties to experience a an experience they, ca- they can't experience anywhere else. Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Sponstaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last-minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at Sponstaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, Zach here. Quick question before we dive into today's chat. So are you ever scrolling on Instagram and you see these like ridiculously beautiful Airbnbs that look like they're fresh out of a dwell or restoration hardware magazine? And have you ever wondered to yourself, like, how the heck are these hosts able to afford to furnish their spaces so elegantly? Well, I wondered this, too, until I found out that there's actually a secret that many of the best Airbnb hosts know that enable them to buy things like West Elm media consoles, crate and barrel couches and parachute sheets at prices that You just really can't get anywhere else. And that secret? Well, it's Minoan, a completely free platform to purchase everything that you need for your short-term rental. If you have more than one short-term rental, chances are that you use some sort of system for your property management, right? Whether it's like a guestie or an uplisting. Well, Minoan is the system that hosts use for furnishing and refreshing their homes. Minoan provides hosts with a one-stop shop to get hundreds of discounts on the world's leading brands and a system where you can manage all of the ordering, all of the tracking, all of the returns, et cetera, in one place, which obviously just saves you a lot of time and money. Oh, and the best part, again, is that Minoan is totally free. Like, no membership fees, no annual dues, nada. Like, it's almost too good to be true, except for the fact that, well, it is true. <laughs> and if you thought Minoan couldn't get any better, well, that's actually where you would be wrong. So I want you to stay tuned for more info in just about 15 minutes from now that'll make you want to sign up for Minoan the minute this episode is over. All right, so stay tuned in just a few minutes and hear a little bit more about why you want to sign up for your free, totally free Minoan account the minute this podcast is over. In just a moment, you'll meet Samantha Pike, founder of The Hosting Society, a private club for hosts who have mastered the art of experiential accommodations. Back in 2018, Samantha launched her first vacation rental in Ontario. She had poured so much love and intention into the space that when she opened her calendar, it booked out for six months almost immediately. Samantha was stunned by the response and began wondering whether she had scratched an itch that the next generation of guests had for highly curated, beautiful short-term stays. Samantha started posting about her approach on Instagram, and before she knew it, folks with a similar heart for elevated hospitality began asking her to swap ideas and to connect and share stories. And it really was these requests that got Sam thinking about what it would look like to design a space where these exceptional creators of some of the world's most beloved stays could come together. Tune in to hear the inspiring story of how Sam built the hosting society and what she thinks the future of travel and hospitality just might look like. All right, without further ado, get ready to meet Sam. All right, Samantha, we are we are live. Welcome to welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I am really excited for this conversation. I actually first heard about you. I was uh, on a video shoot at Sarah Reutemann's place uh, on Field and Lake, uh, which is her her uh, her uh, her brand. And she has these two beautiful uh, homes. She's working kind of growing this really cool collection of like curated short term rentals. And we were staying in the Asher and she was telling me about uh, I think a recent conversation she had had with you. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I can't remember if it was like a I had chatted with this this uh, girl or I like found her on Instagram or something. But she had such incredible things to say about you uh-huh. and the hosting society. And she was like, mm-hmm. "Surely you know the hosting society, Zach." Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
Uh, surely I do not. So, but but tell me more. So she was uh, the the person that, that introduced us. But since then, I've had a little bit of time to look at your website and scroll through your Instagram, and I'm I'm really just moved and, and impressed by mm. this highly curated community of short term rental hosts that that you're building. But I want I want to hear the story here, right? So. Mm-hmm. From from your perspective, uh, where like where does the story of the hosting society really begin? Yeah, so a, I was a host. I started hosting my like my first Airbnb back in 2018, and I was really excited about it. Like I up until this point in my life, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. It was kind of aimless, and it was actually really challenging up until that point in my life. And this opportunity came up to create my own Airbnb out of a rental property that we had. And I was like immediately lit up by it. Hmm. I, you know, I knew the vision that I had for it and everything. Like I was, I wanted to to be uh, curated. I knew that I could offer something in the community that they'd never seen before. And so as soon as I opened, I was booked out for a year straight. Wow. Like, booked out. And so I, you know, I'd never hosted really like at that capacity before. So I was, I was doing everything myself, like cleaning, traveling down to the property, um, taking care of the property, responding to, to guests, offering them like special gifts. I was doing all of the things and I loved it so much. And at the end of the, this year, even after six months, Although I was so madly in love, I was also so tired (laughs) because I had done all the renovation myself. I, it was just like, oh, this has been a lot. Yeah. And so I, at that point I was really tired and I was looking for an escape for myself. Hmm. So I reached out to somebody on Instagram that I had been fanning over and I asked them if they would be interested. I just had this idea. I'm like, wonder if they'd be interested in trading with me? Like, what if they, what if they're exhausted? (laughs) So I, you know, messaged them, reached out and I said, would you, would you like to trade with me? Like you, you can come stay whenever you'd like, you know, and I'd love to come stay with you. And they're like, oh yeah, for sure. Like, let's do that. And I was so, honestly, I was so surprised by that response that I didn't go. Like I was so like, (laughs) oh my gosh, this is such a cool concept. Like what if I connected all of these hosts who share these values, who who are just as excited about providing an experience for somebody as they are about having one for themselves? Hmm. Like what if, what if that was a thing? So then I just dove into creating a community on Instagram and started reaching out to hosts, um, mainly in North America and kind of explaining it's tricky to kind of explain it because I'd never seen anything like that before. Yeah. So there's a little bit of an education piece with it, but, um, yeah, I just started reaching out to hosts who who I felt I wanted everyone to be like-minded in the community. So it didn't feel weird to, have somebody say like, do you want to trade your basement pull out couch for, you know, like yeah. I didn't want that awkward. <laughs> no, we don't want that. Like I wanted everyone to be excited about being a part of the community. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a, <clears throat> sorry, it's a little bit of a story behind it. No, no, that's, um, that, that, that's incredible. Okay. So I, I've got several follow-up questions. First and foremost, uh, why were you booked out? Like, for the full season right up front like had you done a bunch of like marketing ahead of time did you did you just open it up on airbnb and then it was like immediately booked within a few weeks like uh, unpack that because that that's hard to do for 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 many folks yeah i mean okay so one it was in 2018 so even back then i'd say like the boutique vacation rental was pretty fresh. Hmm. It wasn't that it didn't exist, but now if you look at the boutique vacation rental world, it's, there's a lot. Yeah. So I was the only one in, not only in my, the small town, but like in the next city, there was nothing like what I was offering. Like there really wasn't a lot in my area that looked like mine. So my property was being booked out for photo shoots, like for, 
brides, like brides would go and get ready. And it was honestly like, if I showed it to you now, you'd be like, really? It's not, it's actually not that great. Um, but like it was back then, like it was, and it's so weird. I'm like 2018. It doesn't, it's not that long ago, but so much has changed since then. Yeah. So, um, it, it took off because there was nothing like it. There was just nothing like it. So yeah, I was getting photographers. My first guest was a photographer Wow! and she took photos of her experience there. Like it was, that was my first guest. So, and that was like before like influencers like were were a thing or like using air, using influencers to promote your Airbnb was a thing. Yeah. Like that was just starting. That was just, that was like a thing. And I would get a lot of, um, influencers messaging me and that was really tricky to navigate too. Um, and that was another reason why I really liked this community that I built was because we were all like-minded. We were all hosts who could kind of stand up for ourselves in that way and not Mm. feel like we're being taken advantage of. Like this is a fair exchange because I won't open up that can of worms, but I know that hosts have felt burned in the past by having kind of weird experiences with influencers. So, um, yeah, so that's why it took off is because it just didn't exist before. Wow. Wow. I mean, that is, I, I think that that's just a testament to you being sort of an early adopter and sort of realizing like, Hey, what happens when you take this concept of a vacation rental of a short-term rental and you treat it a little bit more like a boutique hotel? Like what happens when you, we, when you have like a highly curated experience and you offer that, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and when folks are scrolling on Airbnb and, and they see those photos versus the, the, you know, yeah. the, the pullout couch right next door, yeah. um, it's, it's, it is just, it was just a lot easier to stand out then. I, I would still say yeah. like, you know, today while there's been tons of I, I feel like investment that's just come into the space and people are people understand the importance of unique people understand the importance of highly curated experiences it's still it's still hard I think for folks to do well and to do authentically like there's always like yeah. some quick design trend that everyone hops on and then all of a mm-hmm. sudden it's like yes you all you know check you 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 realize you need better design but now all of your places look exactly the <laughs> totally. same and they have the same like you know steed photo frame print thing from target oh my right? god Everywhere. i totally like, know <laughs> and and, and yeah. so 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 you you had something there was something about like the way that you saw the world or or, or understood what people desired early on yeah. to to craft that that sort of experience and and i want to i want to understand that a little bit more like did were, were you always into interior design did you have like a a a design background at all or or did did you ever work in hospitality or 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 (laughs) what was it about the experience that you think Mm -hmm. aligned well with your your skill set yeah that's a good question i don't have a interior design background um i i know that i so i have a behavioral psychology background so i not related to this at all but one of the things that i learned about myself while I was studying was my teachers, professors would say, you're very detail oriented. Like you see things most people don't pick up on. Huh. So I think that that probably um, aided me. So, cause what I would do, well, I, and I continue to design today. Like I design Airbnbs. I have like lots of other things that I do other than the hosting society. So, um, which we can dive in later, but I, what I did in the beginning of me learning how to design was I would study photos. Like I would look at an image and really like, I would stare at it. (laughs) I would like look at all of the details in the photo, like from the knobs on the, you know, dresser to, um, selections of paint colors and wood and mixing of woods and everything. Like I would, look at, I would first find images that I liked and then I would study them really, really intensely. And then I also decided to kind of, you know, to read. So like I would read design books and, um, read painting books. And like, I would, I just kind of taught, I taught myself it's a self-taught thing. Yeah. Um, and it's a trial and error thing, you know, like each project that I do, I feel like I'm, I'm like, I'm really happy with this, but I know I can do better next time. And so like the next time I just try to elevate myself every time. But yeah, it was, it was, it's something that just kind of happened. I think over the years, you know, 
well, as a kid, I wanted, I always wanted to stay home. I didn't want to go to school. I liked being at home. So I feel like that was a clue. Like I really loved being at home and my mom was a really great homemaker, you know, like she loved to dress up the home and I love to be a part of that. And then as a kid, I always loved going on vacation and I loved, there's been, there were several moments of my life where I remember the moment of like turning the doorknob and walking into that space. Like I remember how impactful that was for me as a kid. And I didn't take this as a clue for something that I'd be interested in because I assumed everybody felt this way. Hmm. I thought everybody was like, I love vacation. I'm like, who doesn't love going on vacation? Yeah, like I yeah. didn't see that as something that was unique to me. Yeah. <laughs> but then I realized I'm like, oh, this really is unique to me. I really do love the feeling I get when I walk into a space for the first time that yeah. really lights me up Yeah, more so than I think the average person. Oh gosh. I, I feel like you're speaking like my love language. This is, this is great. All right, friends, it's me again with just a wee bit more info about our friends at Minoan. So in addition to providing hosts with a completely free system to help streamline furnishing and granting hosts access to hundreds of discounts on the world's leading brands, Minoan also enables hosts to make their homes shoppable in a way that's subtle and also sophisticated. So here's an example of how this works. Let's say a guest sends you a message remarking how well they slept during their stay. And they ask, you know, what kind of mattress was in the master bedroom because when they get home they want to buy a new mattress because again they had just such a beautiful night's sleep right well as it turns out it was a purple mattress that you had ordered via Minoan when you were furnishing your home. Well, if that guest does go and buy a purple mattress, Minoan thinks that you should get a cut of that sale, right? After all, it was a great night's sleep on your mattress that convinced this guest that they had to have the same one. So Minoan's technology enables hosts to earn commissions on everything from mattresses to coffee makers and soaps to sofas. You can save on high-end furnishings upfront, and then if you want, you have the ability to earn cash money whenever your guests buy the products that they fell in love with while they were staying at your vacation rental. So again, you don't have to do this, right? You can just use Minoan to buy these incredible, glorious furnishings for your home. You don't also have to make your home shoppable, but if you want to do that, Minoan provides a really easy, simple way to do this that does not you know, disturb guest experience. It's not like there's like price tags on everything, right? Like it's a very subtle, very sophisticated, kind of like one little QR code uh, that you can put anywhere in your in your home and folks can go in and, and explore the, um, the furnishings uh, around your space just by quickly scanning that, that QR code. You could throw it in your, you know, on your kitchen sink, near your kitchen sink, or you could put it, you know, near, uh, near the guest bedroom, whatever it might be, right? Um, so I want you to take a moment right after this conversation, or you could pause the episode and do this right now. And I want you to sign up for a free account at MinoanExperience.com. Please, please, please tell the folks there that Zach from Behind the Stays sent you their way. Just head on over to Minoan. That's M-I-N-O-A-N, experience.com. And again, be sure to tell them that Zach from Behind the Stays sent you their way. Thanks, guys. Really, really appreciate you taking some time to check out Minoan. And let me know what you think about their offerings. But I think that this is like really reflective, too, of of of, of the properties and, and the people behind the properties that you've curated that are that are a part of the hosting society. So I want to unpack what the hosting society actually is yeah. uh, in, in just a second here. But from from my from my perspective you know one of the things that you have done really well with from what i again what i have seen is there, there's one thing to have like good design taste right uh, and, and there's another thing to to be able to produce a product right a, a space that is exceptionally well curated right you you can find a theme and I, again I, I know nothing about interior design so people shouldn't really be listening to me right now but from <laughs> from my from my perspective as as a as a guest somebody who loves to travel and spent you know a year and a half living full-time in airbnbs when we'd walk into when my wife and i would walk into a space you could tell like who had literally just like taken a you know a, a note from Joanna Gaines and just kind of like applied it to this kitchen, which is great and and beautiful like in in its own right. Versus people who every single element, every single mm -hmm. touch point in the home was mm -hmm. highly discerned, right? Like the, yeah. the picture that is right there, uh, uh, you know that that picture 
was hours and hours and hours were spent trying to find that picture, yeah. right? Versus, yeah. you know, in like the dinnerware set, whatever it might be. And so, again, one is not better innately mm-hmm. than the other. They're they're mm-hmm. different, but right, the feeling that you mm-hmm. get when you walk into a space that truly does feel a little bit more like a boutique hotel and less like a mm-hmm. you know run of the mill Marriott. That 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 is special, right? Um, yeah. So 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 talk to us about like the hosting society, what it is, yeah. and and how you've thought about building this like community of people that yeah. share this level of interest and and this love for not just you know designing vacation rentals and hosting on Airbnb, but yeah, for cultivating truly meaningful and distinct experiences. Yeah, I love this. The entire time that you were speaking, I had goosebumps like running through my body. Cause it's like <laughs> the way that you describe the difference. I'm like, yes, like my body, I'm still like covered in goosebumps. <laughs> um, but it's so in the beginning of the journey, I was on my own. I didn't realize at the time, but I was on my own self-discovery of what a boutique vacation rental is. Because at that time when I first started it, they were few and far between. They were kind of like, and I still agree that they are few and far between, yeah. but now I know what they look like. Hmm. So like I, um, I would, uh, there, there's a kind of weeding out process that I use. I guess I should describe what the community is. So yeah. the hosting society community, um, it's, you'll notice that it's spelt in French, um, Societe, if you want to pronounce it in French, that's fine with me, but I also call it the hosting society. (laughs) Um, But it's a curated group of hosts and properties um, who value the boutique accommodation. So like they are really interested in providing experiences for their guests that they, that their guests can't experience anywhere else. Mm. They are very interested in designing destinations themselves. Mm. So they're not the type of property where, you know, it's Sydney, Australia. Um, people need a place to stay. I'll give them a really nice experience. That is the exact opposite of their model. Their model is we're creating a destination in the middle of nowhere, in Sydney, in New York, wherever, it doesn't matter where yeah. the property is, the destination is here. So people are coming to their properties to experience a an experience they, ca- they can't experience anywhere else. Yeah. It's that is their value system. So um they're highly curated, they're extremely beautiful. Um, it's mostly women, actually. I think I don't have any men right now in the community. Um, it's mostly women. And what's amazing about us is that we're all gunning for each other. We're Hmm. all, we all swoon over each other. We're all just like, oh my gosh. Like, so as a community, we meet online and I, um, I'll provide an educational experience for everybody inside. So say so-and-so is coming on and some it's sometimes it's a member within our community. Like everybody inside is so, so talented mm. and they have like a marketing background or they have like magazine background or they have um, a social media background. So we, I'll bring in one of our members and then they'll do, do a talk and we all get to learn and we all get to elevate what we're currently offering. Mm. Um, and so we do that once a month and then we also all, um, put together some get togethers in person. So, um, we're having one coming up in Sydney. So we're having our members gather face to face and this is always really exciting. Um, I've been to one in Sydney, Australia, and I, what I really loved about the experience was we get to meet the face behind the property because we so often as these art they're all artists, right? Yeah. We stand behind our art. We show off our art. We never show up and show ourselves. So when people were mingling, you know, they'd say, oh, I'm so-and-so. I own this property. And everyone would be like, oh, you own that property? I love that property. <laughs> like, right? Like it's, you're, you kind of become a celebrity in your own way. And yeah. everyone's just so excited to meet you because they don't know who you are. Um, So that's really fun to, um, yeah, to, to for us to come together. And obviously, like trades are happening within the community. So that's kind of initially how it first started was to trade. Um, but we really become a, a a place of support for each other. I created this during the pandemic. 
it was like the most challenging community to create during the pandemic. Nobody was getting bookings. Everyone was really sad. Yeah. Um, but for a lot of people, it was like, oh, well, there's something I get to look forward to in the hosting community, even though I'm not hosting right now. Yeah. So that was kind of nice for, um, a lot of people. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's just been an ever evolving thing and it's always evolving. One thing that I'm really excited about that I've, um, been doing is featuring properties within our our community. I love doing that. I love showing off what people have created within this space because it's such a unique field. It's such a unique area, you know, like we can all rent out a spare bedroom, but like, this is different. This is creating a world for people to experience. Like it's, it's just so exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have so many follow-up questions, but first, just a, a couple logistical uh, questions. One is just around uh, how much, like, how many people are a part of this community right now? Yeah, so we're very, very intimate. So okay. there's um, about sixty of us right now. Okay, uh, and we're spread out across Australia, uh, America, and Canada. Um, and, but there, that's kind of a testament to, so in order to build this community, it's a really weird model to build a community. Cause I say no a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, that's, that's a very weird way to grow. Yeah. I would be a lot bigger if I had said yes a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like I, but that's, it's important to me that we maintain this like-mindedness and that we stay highly curated because I, I know that the members inside really appreciate that. Yep. They really appreciate knowing that this is a, a safe space in that way, or they're going to connect with people like really fast. Yeah, Like it's not going to be hard to connect with people inside because they're already of like-mindedness and um, passionate. They're really passionate about these things. So yeah. So we, we are very intimate, which makes it really easy to make connections within the community. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously I, I want to keep growing. That's, that's always the goal is to keep growing. Um, I'd love to have, I definitely would love to have more members in the yeah. community. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but, you know, to your point, like I think where communities, like I've built some communities in the past and where, and where one of the hardest things about communities is to strike that right balance, right. Of like highly curated, Right. So that people so that there's value there. And then also just like feeling, well, dang, I, you know, (laughs) growth is important. And I'd love to see, you know, uh, my MRR increase for uh, for for for, from from this particular effort. Right. And right. That that is such a that that is such a um, uh, it can be a distraction. Right. It it can be a a, a true temptation. Exactly. Um, (laughs) But but like the best communities that I've ever been a part of are when the moderator or whoever owns the community is highly, highly, highly uh, diligent in their, mm-hmm. app, you know, reviewing of applicants and 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 just and letting people in who truly do match the culture of the space. Culture is so mm-hmm. easily eroded. It's very mm-hmm. easy to er- erode culture, especially one that mm-hmm. is new and hasn't had, you know, hasn't been in existence for years. Mm-hmm. And so avoiding the erosion of culture is 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 actually quite frankly the best way to grow because if you can get everyone on the same page about what we're doing and why we're doing it right then eventually mm-hmm. as you as as more people decide to build in the boutique space which i mean that is happening more and more people yeah. are realizing no we want to design we want to create experiences that are mm-hmm. destinations in and of themselves and we want them to feel like a five star hotel experience but in mm-hmm. the middle of nowhere wisconsin or whatever it is right, right. like yeah. that is that is happening so there are more mm-hmm. people more entrepreneurs that are that are potentially great members for for the hosting society right. now yeah. th- than even just a couple years ago um, yeah, i agree so, so that that's all super super exciting mm-hmm. um what uh, another kind of just quick follow up question is so the the benefits of community, just so I'm super clear here, obviously I get some sort of ability to chat with people. It, it, what, mm-hmm. Are you guys using like Slack or like are you using a particular platform to enable We're, these? It's Instagram. It's Instagram. So, okay. You're yeah, using I've an tried, Instagram community. Yeah. Like I've tried over the years, I've tried so many different ways. Like yeah. some there's, um, oh, I forget the one that I was using for a while. But it, whatever. Mighty I, Networks I was, or something. That's, yeah, Mighty okay, Networks. Yeah. There, yeah, there yeah, are people yeah. that have used that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've tried that and I've tried all these things and like, 
okay, these are busy people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're busy hosts. Like we're already using Instagram. I'm just going to make it more simple. And we're just going to keep using Instagram. Yeah. So we have, yeah, we have, we're just all on Instagram. I, and I, I shouldn't say that com- entirely like our website. Um, we do have a private platform on our website. So it's um, an index for all of the members. Nice. So you can easily reach out to them. And so it's, it's not like you're completely in the dark about even who you're talking to. Yeah. Like you can <laughs> like really, you know, discover more about them. So that's provided on our private, um, our private members lounge on our website. And then also on the members lounge, there's, um, you know, who we're, who we've talked to, we've saved all the recordings of our experts. So you can go back and learn if you, if you'd like, um, and then obviously like updated, um, um, Oh, like updated meetings that we ha- we're having. So something's coming up in Sydney and and those kinds of things. There's kind of like a a, a bulletin board. Is that what they call it? No, like a court <laughs> yeah. board. Yeah, yeah, like bulletin a board. board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for our members to kind of see what's what's coming up. And yeah, everything. Very, yeah. very, very cool. Hey guys, it's Zach. If you're enjoying this episode, could you do me two very quick favors? First, this show is possible thanks to a handful of incredible organizations who've signed on to be advertising partners of Behind the Stays. It would mean the world to me if you'd take just a second to scroll down to the show notes and go learn more about this episode's sponsor. Even if you aren't in the market for agency support or a new PMS at the moment, it never hurts to be aware of who else is out there. And second, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, could you be so kind as to give Behind the Stays a five-star rating? And if you're on Apple Podcasts, could you submit a quick review and let me know what you love most about the show? I know it seems trivial, but these things really, really do help us grow the show. And just a reminder that if you've ever got feedback from me on how to make the show better, shoot me an email directly at Zach, that's Z-A-C-H, at spontaneous.com. You all really are the best. I love receiving your emails and DMs. All right, so check out the sponsor and leave us a rating and a review, please. All right, guys, back to the show. Those were just a couple quick logistical questions. Thanks for sharing. So member benefits include a, an ability to communicate, obviously, obviously access to um, a, a laundry list of resources that you all have cultivated over the years. And also mm-hmm. this kind of like home swapping um, yeah. feature, which I think that that's yeah. pretty cool because, again, that 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 is a little bit that that's distinct, like that's unique. But mm-hmm. you're super smart in offering that as like a hey, a benefit of membership, because mm-hmm. if you have created this incredible boutique experiences, odds are you like boutique experiences. And it can be yeah. hard to find those when you want to travel with mm-hmm. your significant other or your friends yeah. or your family or whoever it is. So yeah. I, lo- I love that angle in particular because uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that's unique. Oh, my gosh. And hosts make the best guests yeah. ever. <laughs> like. Oh my God. So when I, I did a tour in Australia last year and I visited 12 of our members properties. So I did this long tour in Australia, went down to Tasmania and it was incredible. And I was overwhelmed by the generosity from every host, like, you know, gift baskets and cards and just so much love. And I, I'm like, this is the experience everyone inside our community will receive. Yeah. I know it's yeah. not just me, like, yeah. because we're, we're so lit up by, by this. We're really passionate about it. Like <laughs> we're so excited and we're so happy to have people come stay, especially people who appreciate our spaces, yeah. right? Yeah. Like to have, to know that you're going to be hosting somebody who's lit up by your space, like the, I, it's like, you try to out love each other. Like yeah. You're just like, Oh my gosh, your place is amazing. And they're like, Oh, we're so happy that you're here. And you just try to like compete with love. Like, yeah. like how can I make you feel more, you know, more welcome. And so hosting a host, like, yeah. ah, really nothing better than that as a host. Like, <laughs> no. And, uh, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's also just like one of the things that we're working on at spontaneous is trying to figure out, we have a lot of folks who, you know, are, are would love to offer like 
incredible discounts on like last minute stays to to folks in in our network. One of the one of the like age old one of the questions I get asked all the time though is like, hey, how do you ensure quality of guest? Right? Like, I I'd, I'd be yeah. more than willing to give you know a significant discount if my if my awesome unique space is like there's a last minute cancellation or there's you know an unexpected open couple days in the middle of the week. Like, I'd love to work, mm-hmm. but if I if I reduce the price too much. I might attract a guest that like I'm not I haven't intentionally curated the space for, right? And and like yeah. the last thing I want to do is welcome someone into my incredibly like well thought out home who's going yeah. to not respect it in the way that it de- deserves to be respected. And so I yeah. we've been trying to figure out like all right, how do we build some sort of like verified like guest program, right? So that mm-hmm. some of these things can happen a little bit more uh fluidly. And and basically, I mean, it, it's different, but what what you've what you've done is for all these people too, you know, I'm sure there's some swaps that might maybe be you know might be free maybe people even say like hey come to my place for extended stay and i'll give you a a a great discount because i know you right like i know Mm -hmm. you um Mm -hmm. and so you you have like inadvertently built also this like incredible way for folks to verify guests right Mm -hmm. um which which is really hard to do yeah yeah i totally agree and like with the trading that's within our community too. Like it's, there's so many different ways that you can be really creative about how you trade. Like you could, you know, say like, let's do it cost for cost where it's like, don't worry about it. Like, we'll just don't, you know, we're going to do it equally or people will do like the cleaning fee. So like, we'll take care of the cleaning fee. So no one's out of pocket, Yeah, you know, simple as that. Or cause some people are a little bit intimidated by some of our members in our community. Um, like if there's a property that has four bedrooms and then one, one person has one bedroom, Yeah, they're both equally beautiful, but they both offer a different value. Yeah. So it's, um, one of those things where it's like, come stay with us for a weekend and then we'll come stay with you for two weekends of the year. So like, there's so many different ways that we can play around with how we make it um, easy and fair. And like, what's brilliant about that is because you're both hosts, you both understand the business behind hosting. So there's no like weird, awkward conversations around this. We can just have clear, honest conversations about the trade, understanding where the other person is coming from and wanting to support each other. Um, one thing that I meant that I, you know, believe that's a part of our community culture is this idea of um, collaboration support versus competition. We mm. don't feel like we're in competition with each other. We just, we want to support each other. Yeah. Um. So, and I've also noticed within the community that the trades happen so organically, like they just happen naturally they don't feel like a really big deal it's just like going to a friend's house yeah and that's been really cool to watch um but yeah like it is a vetting process inadvertently that wasn't really the intention but that's what happens when you bring hosts together like your house might be cleaner than when you gave it to them yeah (laughs) (laughs) like they might run around just like doing all these things um but yeah they really make the best guests I want to ask a couple questions about how you how you curate uh, the community, right? So there's an application process, I know, and and as you mentioned before, if you were if you just cared about growth, you would say yes a lot more than you do. What are Mm -hmm. what do you have sort of a strict criteria uh, that you evaluate these these homes by? Uh, Are you just sort of gut feeling kind of thing? Like, Like how how do you think through who to bring into this community? A genuine, I'd say, no, I know it is like hundred percent of the time it is a gut response. Like, yeah. so I see something and it's like immediate, this feels really good. Yeah. If I have to think about it, those are the ones that I'm like, oh, like this is probably going to be a no. Yeah. And those ones are always really hard to say no to. But yeah, if I have to like stall and think about it and then uh, like, I'm like, uh, I don't think this is right. But like, it's a gut response. So like I see an image and I'm like, yes, immediately. It just feels right. Like I can see, and there's a couple of things that I've noticed patterns hmm. in, in me saying yes. So it's usually operated by a woman, not that I'm yep. Yep. like, I would welcome men, but it's usually operated by a woman who is, um, again, very art focused. She's very, um, passionate about the work. She hasn't hired somebody else to, design for her she's done it herself and she's very hands-on um yeah this is like generally how the community is so maybe she'll have a co-host for cleaning or something or she might have a cleaning team but generally she 
Um, she doesn't even like other people cleaning her, her space. Like she wants to do it herself. Um, that's not across the board, but like, that's the level of care that they have for their properties because this is like, you know, an art child to them. This is something that they've like birthed. Yeah. And so like, it really, really matters to them. Um, but yeah, it is, I'd say it is a gut response, but there's a lot of similarities between even me seeing a photo and then this, and then I investigate further. So like I, um, we'll look at guest reviews yeah. and I'll like, look at how long they've been a host and their intentions behind hosting. Like I'll look at their Instagram for sure and see where, um, their art direction is going. And I just kind of learn from what they've, what they've sh- shared with the world. Yeah. Um, and then one thing that I do that I really, really enjoy is every member that comes on, I meet with them. Hmm. So we have like a face-to-face conversation, um, and I welcome them to the community. I show them around, I show them how it all works. Um, and then we feature them inside the community and outside of the community. So like everyone gets to know who they are. Um, and I, because that's important to me, like, this is all about connection. This is all about the person behind the property. Yeah. That was one thing that I, when I was a new host that I didn't experience a lot of sometimes when you create something, um, people want it and they like will do things to kind of take advantage of the thing that you've created for their own gain. Hmm. And like, so there'd been times where I was like, hello, I'm a human behind this property. And so I really wanted that focus of like, I see you yeah, and I see what you've created and I really value it and I value you. So that, that's really important to me. Yeah. Oh, so, so well said. I, um, one of the things that I'm thinking about, and uh, again, having perused your, some of your properties, some of the properties that are part of the hosting society on your website and, and. Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, oh. Am oh, I wait, back? I can hear you now. Oh, yeah, okay. you're back. Sorry, okay. sorry about that. <laughs> That's good. Um, what, what I was just saying is, you know, one of the things that I have learned having stumbled upon your website and Instagram and, and looked through some of your properties is what seems apparent, and again, from my experience with Sarah's Field and Lake properties, which was absolutely mm-hmm. apparent, and I know that she's a, a member of yours now, is a lot of a lot of folks in the space who care about building boutique-like experiences focus on a couple of senses, right? Maybe maybe it's mm-hmm. like sight, right? Of like, hey, we, we mm-hmm. want we want to make sure we have like, be- like beautiful photos is just like table stakes today. Like everybody, whether you're renting out an apartment, uh, extra bedroom, right? Or an incredible, you know, barn house in the middle of nowhere that's incredibly curated. Everyone needs great photos. That's just that's just true, right? So a lot of the times I think folks, when, when they think about a space, right? It, it they're they're optimizing for the visual, um, mm-hmm. but I think the people that are in in all likelihood a part of your community and Sarah definitely falls into this category. They've also they've optimized for as many senses as possible, like yeah. pretty much all five, right? Like like yeah, taste yeah. even, like the, the the their gift that they're leaving, like their charcuterie yeah. board or whatever. It is it's not just something that they quickly picked up from like Trader Joe's, which again I love Trader Joe's, but like it's something that is been incredibly well thought out it's the local yeah. butcher it's mm-hmm. you know the 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 vineyard down the street right whatever it is yeah and um you walk and, and one of the things that i think is hardest to do is like smell right and this is yeah. something that i think five star hotels like they they've obviously like nailed but it's harder i have found that it's harder to figure out how to do that well in like a the short-term rental space but mm-hmm. i have been ex- in in places like sarah's where she figured out the smell component and Whoa. like it's just it's so hard to do but when you walk yeah. in and, yeah. and or you light a candle and it's like oh my gosh this fragrance pairs exactly with like <laughs> yeah. the experience that i think she's trying to cultivate that's yeah. you, you just immediately feel like i will pay whatever it costs to have this kind of be my vacation home, right? Like yeah. this is the experience that I want. And again, not yeah. everybody wants this kind of experience, but I'd, I'd right. say that more and more and more, people do want these these sorts of things. Like they want mm-hmm. these like little luxuries. They want the ability to, especially if I can work, if, especially if I'm going on like a workcation where I'm gonna be working for a couple days and then, in, and then taking a few days off, I wanna be inspired by my environment. I do a lot of creative mm-hmm. work. Like I need to be inspired by it. Mm-hmm. And I am not alone in this by, by any mm-hmm. means. And so anyways, I get excited about people like you who are working to bring people together who care mm-hmm. not just about optimizing for the visual, right? But but optimizing mm-hmm. for for a, a multi-sensory experience, quite frankly. Yeah, 
Yeah. One property that like I've, that I visited really sticks out as you're describing this multi-sensory experience. Um, I opened the door, right? That's like my favorite thing. One of my favorite things about the experience, like opening the door and just allowing the space to take me over. Yeah. And she had music playing at the end of the hallway. So it echoed through the property, oh, wow. like met you where you were and you could feel like the, this, like something's going on down there. Like it feels like a, there's some kind of mystery here. Hmm. Um, and she heard tones for the house were moody and inky and like uh, muted and, and they were all these, there was jewel tones and it was just all like, it was mysterious space. And yeah. then she also activated the scent, like the scent. She mm. had a scent that paired really well. Um, and there was, you know, like pre-made cocktails in the corner. And then she had like butter, but it was like the best butter I've ever had. It was like this <laughs> churned butter um, for breakfast. Like she had, um, uh, you know, beautiful things laid out for us for breakfast in the morning and handwritten notes. And she wrote my note, like my welcome note on a leaf that she found outside. Like it was just, <laughs> oh my gosh, just every sense. And like, that is exactly like the level that yeah these people are working at they are they're working with your they're trying to uh, transport you to yeah. a different world where the outside world like literally the outside feels like something else entirely like yeah. you just are totally enveloped in the escape in the world that they have created for you my sister kind of like a side note my sister is a filmmaker so oh, wow. she's really passionate about you know, building worlds. Like we watch a film and we get engrossed in the world. Like we just feel like we're in the world. But I say to her, I'm like, this is so for me, like so much cooler because you get to go. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, it's not virtual. It's yeah. <laughs> real. Like we get to be humans and experience like with our physical sensations, we get to experience these worlds and it's so cool. Like, yeah the level that people will go to, to make you feel a certain way. It's really cool. Yeah, no, it's, and, and I, I really do think that that is the future of hospitality is, and it's not even like the future. It's, it's I think the, the best have done this for, for a while. Right. Mm -hmm. But this transporting from the, again, the, the hotel space, like the, you know, four seasons of the world and the Ritz Carlton's of the world to, to being sort of the approach that people take with their, you know, independent, uh, mostly smaller niche boutique vacation yeah. rentals like that. That's what's new. Um, and yet, if you do want to attract the clientele that is used to, you know, the luxuries that they might get staying at a, a reputable uh, uh, luxury hotel, if if you if you want to capitalize on that on that market, which I I absolutely believe a lot of folks can, you have to figure out how to how to cultivate that and then some right to to whatever experience that that you're creating. I mean there are so mm -hmm. many people that I know, not so many people. I don't know that many <laughs> super wealthy people, but a few a few wealthy people that I know that they've literally never stayed at an Airbnb. Like they've never stayed at a short-term rental because their mm -hmm. idea of it, right, is just mm -hmm. what it was 5 plus years ago. And they they see, you know, when my wife and I travel or like through the work that we do with Behind the Stays and Spontaneous, they see these photos. They're like, I have never seen like an Airbnb like this. Like, where are you? Like, yeah. and, you know, and, I'm, and yeah. it's this moment that we're living through where I think that the people that are passionate enough about it can really come together and cultivate these meaningful experiences, mm -hmm. these memorable stays that quite literally can, can change the future of hospitality. And that's what gets mm -hmm. like. That's what I think is so exciting. Mm -hmm. I agree. It, for me, I mean, I guess I, I get I am passionate about these things, right? I guess I question. I'm like, is this for everybody or is this just for me? Because yeah. <laughs> I really, really, really love this. And there's, you know, been moments in my life, and when I, you know, when I go and I experience these for myself, like they leave, they leave an impact on me. Like mm. they, they in like they either they leave a, a mark on my soul or my on my heart like they change me yeah. you know i yeah. i feel the level of care and 
it for me it's this this level of love and generosity that i can see that they are doing they're, they're doing everything they possibly can to make me feel something yeah. right it's so, such a unselfish thing like yeah. it's just such a beautiful thing and i get emotional about when i walk into these spaces cuz yeah. i can feel how much they care and um yeah, how excited they are to bring me into something that they've created. It's just, it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I feel like, uh, you know, you're, you're speaking my language. So I, um, I, this is, this is just such a fun topic that to, I, we could just talk in circles, I think all day about all this stuff. Last minute cancellations suck. And that's why we built Ping. Ping makes it easy for guests to be notified when their favorite Airbnbs become available. Ping is a simple widget that lives on your website or your direct booking site and allows your fans and followers to sign up and be notified if their preferred dates become available. Here's how it works. Jimmy sees that you're booked the whole month of October, but he wants to be notified if any three-night window in the month becomes available. Jen is a returning guest and she wants to be notified if any week in June, July, or August becomes available. In a matter of seconds, Jimmy and Jen fill out the simple form and they will be pinged if the requested dates become available. And as a host, you will immediately get pinged via email with Jimmy and Jen's contact information and requested dates, which enables you to build up your own database of guest email addresses. Ping is what the best Airbnb hosts use to maximize bookings. You can get access to our beta pricing with plans that start at just $39 a year at bnbping.com. Again, that's bnbping.com. Um, I, I do have a couple couple like final questions for you, Samantha. One is just around, you mentioned at the offset of the conversation that you... Um, the hosting society is just kind of like one of the things that that you do. Yeah. Um, what 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 else are you are you doing in this in this space? Yeah. So I'm also a um, a boutique accommodation designer. So I um, help clients investors build these types of properties. Wow. So um, I just you know, just completed one a few weeks ago, um, where I live on this Island. Um, it's a very vacation Island, right? Yeah. Cause people have their cottages here. Yeah. And, um, so they're curious about it. It is a new, it is a new way of hosting. Um, so it's a bit, I'm, I know that eventually it'll all make sense to people, but like we were talking like, this is a little bit fresh and a little bit if you haven't experienced it yourself or know that this is out there, it's kind of like, what, (laughs) like, what do you do? Like, yeah. Why is this a need? You know? So there's that a bit of a barrier in that way, but I feel like it's up and coming. So, um, in September, I'm going to Newfoundland to, um, to support some hosts out there who want to create this boutique accommodation, which is so great because Newfoundland, is, you know, ready for it Hmm. in my mind. Like, it's like, yes, this is a really unique place in the world and people want to go and visit there, but what if we created a destination within the property? Right. So it's like there it's, it's like, it feels like it's up and coming. Um, so yeah, so I do that and I love, like I said, I love featuring properties. So, um, on the same line of designing, I'll go and I will stay at a property and, um, collaborate with a photographer, videographer, um, write a review, write, um, write a review of my, of my account at the property. Yeah. Um, because I've created this curated community, um, my taste or my selection has become, um, a value yeah. because it's like, uh, what, what did, what has Sam picked now? Like yeah. who, who's welcoming into the community. So there's that element now to it yeah. of, of me saying like, you have to come stay here. And people are like, we have to go because it's one of Sam's picks. Yeah, like, exactly. You no. Know? So like, there's that, which I really, really, really enjoy doing that. Like I love um, celebrating the work of other people Mm. of being like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And it's so beautiful because so many of our members are so humble about it. Like about you coming over. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Saying like, you know, so that's really fun to do to celebrate the work that people have done is one of my favorite things too. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm leaving out in this space, but I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I think you cut out quickly when you for just a, a hot second there when you were saying oh. that you know what one of the, when when you come and visit one of your host pro or one of your one of the properties that's part of the, your community, the, these hosts yeah. are all like nervous or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they're really humbled by your 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 review and and um what what you thought about their space, which reminds me like one of the I I booked my first uh, plum guide. Uh, oh, yeah. I booked my first home on Plum Guide uh, over the summer, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a crazy experience. And I think I've talked about it on the, this podcast already, so I won't rehash it. But one of the things I love about what Plum Guide like does, and, and like their their mm-hmm. like you know unique um, value offer as opposed to that of Airbnb, for those that don't know, is there are no reviews, but each each home is like reviewed by like a Plum Guide like expert, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so in, in like a smaller like you know boutique way. I totally believe, and all this is also not a new thing, right? Like every media, every major media publication used to have like travel writers that would go and stay at places right. and review it, and yeah. people would go based off of what yeah. you know. Someone from the New York Times said they should go, right? New York Times travel right. or whatever. And so now that's just been democratized a little bit, and I, I feel like people like you, uh, you know, you're going to develop, you have developed, you will continue to develop a loyal kind of unique following of people that want to stay in places like places that you like to stay because yeah. they like the same things, right? And so it's right. really cool to see sort of this new opportunity for travel agents, travel writers, right? Travel influencers, mm-hmm. if you will, that aren't the mm-hmm. traditional like, hey, I'm a photographer, I'm a videographer, I'm gonna take cool photos of me using your stuff in your space, but I, but <laughs> actually like, no, 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 I'm going to write up everything I thought and felt and experienced mm-hmm. here. And that's going to influence Right, a kind of individual, a kind of traveler that is mm-hmm. going to be your perfect guest, right? Like yeah. that's ultimately what you can offer, which is right. super, super cool. Yeah, exactly. I love that you said that because, yeah, and and like I'm not, I don't have a hate for influencers. It's not about that, but it's yeah. just like, um, who is their audience, right? And does their audience align with your guests? Like you're aligned the guests that you're looking for. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean as a, the hosting society is growing, like obvious we're in the right realm here to be writing these, these types of reviews. Like we're in the, we're in the right area. So yeah, it's been really, really, really fun. It's, it's incredible. Uh, I I love the work that you're doing. It's so needed. I'm, I'm just, you know, personally super pumped uh, about it. Final, final, you know, question here, Sam is, is for folks who are listening, a lot of the folks that listen to behind this days, I think I'll totally align with your perspective of like how you see the world and uh you know the thing the thing one of the things i love about our audience is most of the folks that tune in aren't just like real estate investors they're not necessarily just concerned about you know growing their portfolios as large as as possible they're they're hospitality entrepreneurs that really care about experiences and really care about cultivating unique stays whether that's buying a plot of land and building from the ground up whether that's taking sort of traditional uh, old uh, vacation rentals and prime destinations and totally like reimagining their interiors so that they do feel like these highly curated boutique hotels. So that that tends to be the audience that we attract here on Behind the Stays. And so if any of the folks listening to, the, to today's mm-hmm. conversation think that they might be a good fit for the hosting society mm-hmm. based off of what you've shared thus far about it, like what's the best way for folks to apply and or to, to learn more about the hosting society? Yeah, so our, our website is the Hosting Society. It's spelled French, S-O-C-I-E-T-E, um, dot com. And so you can explore more there. Um, but like, I mean, I'm in the spirit of community, send me a message. Yeah. <laughs> that is really the best the best way to learn more and ask questions is to send me a message. So you can email me at Samantha at thehostingsociety.com um, or you can even DM me. At, on Instagram, because obviously that's where most of our community is. <laughs> so, um, and that's the hosting society on Instagram. So if you just send me a DM there, I will respond. Um, yeah. So it's it, like I said, like it's an intimate community. So yeah. you can reach out to me, you can, yeah. and like start our conversation there. And um, I'm always like, if I feel like I think that you'd be a great fit, I'm always happy to give you a tour like give you a tour of what we're like so like meet me on zoom yeah and i'll show you around and you can just see if it feels right for you it's like i love doing that i love connecting with fellow hosts so that's easily arranged 
Wonderful. Well, hey, I am so thankful and appreciative of of your time. Thanks for again what you're doing in the space. It's incredibly important. I think it's it's elevating the whole profession. It's elevating the the, the product, mm-hmm. right? That that folks are that folks are uh, pouring their blood, sweat, and tears and lots of yeah. money into into yeah. making, right? And so it's it's yeah. just great to hear that like you're the work that you're doing is helping to recognize the work that so many other people are doing. So I think that's wonderful. If you're tuning into this episode and you think you have a property or properties that might be a great fit for the hosting society, and if you geek out about all the things that Sam and I were geeking out about (laughs) earlier as well, um, shoot Sam a DM. I'll have her Instagram and her email address and the website linked in the show notes below. So you can just scroll down wherever you're listening to this podcast and find easy ways to communicate with with Sam. Thank you so much for your time. It's been a it's been a real pleasure. Oh, I loved this. I still have goosebumps, I think. All of <laughs> it's like so good. Thank you so much. Hey friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at Zach. Z-A-C-H at Spontaneous.com and we will chat. Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's cheap flights, but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at Spontaneous.com. Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, My joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're going to roll with it. Subscribe um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone. See you next time.